Hey everybody, it's Sharissa, and this is the Unmotherfuck Yourself podcast. Thank you for joining me again whenever you are listening to this, but for me, it's a Monday afternoon. If you hear some noise in the background, you know, the kids are home, and I got my heat on, so you might hear hear the heater in my um, space running, because listen, I'm cold, and I'm not just not going to have the heat on. Uh, but let's get into it. Today's episode, I didn't really know what to call it. But I'm going to go with demothering yourself or being demothered from the messages that's been spoken over you by our, just not, not only just by our mothers and families, but by society and people and friends, the stupid shit that they tell you, the regurgitated shit that they just keep saying and pass down. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. The outdated beliefs and the things that's been ingrained and and programmed into you that keeps you latched on to a mother who doesn't care about your well-being and the advice and support that you get from other people who don't put your well-being first. They just put the fact that that's your mother, not seeing how she's being a mother, and that outweighs everything, even if on the on that end you're being abused. So, um... Like, you know, you only get one mother. Honor your mother. She birthed and carried you for nine months. Um, All those things. And so I just kind of want to dive into those things and let it be for you and your own understanding to know that it's not you. It's her. To maybe give some other people who may be listening, who are telling people, telling women, telling adult daughters, young girls, these things, and they can stop it. And you also can use it if you choose to respond when these dumbass things are said to you. You can use these words as your own to respond to or just even if you're not being responsive to what they're saying, you're standing grounded and rooted in these truths, knowing that they're true and being okay and not giving a fuck what anybody say to you because you know what it is. Because sometimes we don't have those words because I know me being constantly told, well, you know, the Bible said, God said, honor your mother. I used to always wonder like, okay, so what did God say about me? If my mom is treating me like shit and I'm actually honoring her to the point that I'm dishonoring myself, trying to honor a mother who's not being a mother, who's not mothering me, who's not doing what she's supposed to do. What did God say about me? I I just felt like God didn't say nothing about me. God forgot about me. And this, you know, my cursed and, you know, being told well, you only get one mom, nobody ever has to tell us that. We know that. And it's because we know that that we go so hard in that. As a child of a, of a mother, you're always told about your mother. You're always reminded about who your mother is to you. We know. Us daughters know who our mothers are to us, or at least who they're supposed to be even when they're not. And we still respect them and love them unconditionally, regardless of their actions. But nobody's reminding the mother who we are to her. She needs to be told, you treating your child like that and you carried her for nine months? She's honoring you even though you fucking her over. You went through that whole pregnancy just to treat your kid like that. You sacrificed this, this, and this just to treat your child like that. Like she came from you. This is your child. You birthed that. You birthed her. So the mother needs to re- be reminded. So I just want to, you know, get rid of those excuses that people always come up with 
And, you know, like I said, and also, you know, like when your mother tells you to get over it, tell her to admit it. Because what's the it? Because so many times, many mothers will deny you. They'll tell you to get over it as a way to deny you at the same time. So they want you to get over something, but they deny even doing the it, whatever the it may be. And when they do that, it's denying your pain, but it's also denying your healing. And how is that right or healthy? You know, people tell you, you know, you only get one mother. Well, shit, unfortunately, is that and then else I know. Unfortunate. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate for me. Not you trying to remind me and put shame and guilt on me. That's unfortunate for me that I only get one mother. And you know, so trying to find my notes so I can remember everything that I'm saying. Um. So I'm gonna start with the first one. Well, another one. Your mother did her best. No, she didn't. And this is me standing the gap for you, daughter. This is me telling you so you can know. Because there are some shitty mothers out there. And society has to come to that fact and admit it. We'll admit it on one end, but we won't admit it because we feel like we say this group of mothers are shitty. That means all mothers are shitty. No, there are some fucked up ass mothers out here in the world. There are some mothers that did not want to be mothers. Don't give a fuck about being mothers and put their own wants, needs, and desires first. Are there some other factors that has played into that? Yes, but at the end of the day, there are some bad mothers. There are mothers that make mistakes. We are not asking for perfect mothers because if we were, we would have been done with our mothers the first time she abused us way back when, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years ago. We would have been left. We wouldn't have stuck around. We wouldn't have laid down and been her doormat, her punching bag, her trash bag, her trash can, her doormat. We wouldn't have did none of that. So we're not asking for a perfect mother. We're just asking to be mothered and to be respected. And as we became adults, like, damn, can I at least get some respect? So when they say your mother, your mother did her best, sometimes it's no. Every mother do not do their, but, do their best. They do what they're willing to do. And in many cases, what worked best for them. And in their search for sometimes that freedom, they, they were willing to put their child in bondage. When they say... She only did she only did what she knew how to do. Cause you know y'all say, well, you know, she only could be, you know, she only could do what she was learned, what she taught, or what she know. And that's true to a certain extent, but it's an excuse and it can be used as leverage to not do your best. Because I mean, we only know what we know, but we also are responsible for learning what we don't know and what doesn't work. So even if your mother was mothered or parented by her parents a certain type of way and only experienced a certain type of love, maybe was abused at the end of the day. So she only know how to parent how she was parent. But you know when you're wrong. You know when you're being abusive. Uh, you know when you are making a mistake and you have to be responsible for learning what to do. And be willing to be accountable for what is not working and saying that I'm wrong and try again. You can't go to no job and keep fucking up and say, well, I only could do what I was taught. No, you got to figure that shit out. You get training. You ask for help. You say, I don't understand. You learn it yourself. You watch how others do it. You read a damn book. You do something. You ask another co-worker. Watch a damn YouTube video. So there's no excuse when it comes to a parent just because your your knowledge of how to be a parent is limited. That 
the standard is now lowered. What is our, because what, 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 what's the standard? What's the standard of our best? If our mo your mother did her best and she don't do what she knew how to do, what's the standard for best? Her best? Her willingness of best? Or what it's supposed to be? Uh, next, she was abused too. A daughter can empathize with that. And you can, but it's not your job to carry the pain of your mother because she doesn't want to carry it. Yes, she can be abused. You can sympathize with that. You can identify with that. But daughter, it is not your job to make your mother's pain your identity. It's not your job to carry that. She has to heal from that. And she has to want to heal from that. She put a roof over your head, food on the table, clothes on the back, on your back. But isn't that what it means to be a mother? That's her job. She got to eat too. She got to have a place to live. She got to go shopping for clothes. All those things are legal obligations. And motherhood goes beyond those legal obligations. There are moral obligations as well. And while she's putting, you know, and that's that's if the mother even did that. There are some mothers who don't even do that much, that bare minimum. But that is the bare minimum for a mother or a father. Because a lot of fathers want recognition for, well, I did, I did. Uh, you're supposed to. That's what you're supposed to do because a lot of people ain't doing it. Don't make you you great. You're just doing the bare minimum of what you're supposed to do and being a responsible adult and parent. But motherhood goes beyond that. There's an emotional aspect. There's a mental aspect. Sometimes even even if you're poor, it can be hard to even put a roof over your kid's head and food and keeping clothes and everything. But that can be the easiest thing to do because that's the most thing. That's a tangible thing that we can see. And that's a tangible thing that other people can judge you by. So at least if you're looking good or as good as you can be, people seem to think that everything's OK when it's not. Because underneath all of the, those clothes are scars. Um, another one, motherhood doesn't come with a handbook. I mean, it doesn't, but it don't take a handbook for a mother to know what is hurting and abusing her child. Somewhere along the way, she hears the cries of her of, of her child. She sees the tears. And we all may not know what to do. I struggle as a parent, but we know humanely what's what's the wrong thing to do. And that's the place to start and put a put forth an effort there. It, being a mother doesn't come for handbook. I don't know what to do most of the time. And when I do do some shit that I know I shouldn't do, I feel bad. Even if I don't admit it. And I may or may not even go back and apologize. And that's abuse. And I have to admit that and live with that. But the point is, I felt it. It was not right. And I know how I want to be treated. I may not know everything to do, but treating your, your child kindly, it's not too hard. It's not too hard. It's not too hard. But it doesn't take a handbook to know that this is hurting your child, abusing your child. Somewhere along the way, you see or hear or feel the effects of your decisions and your actions. Uh, the mother carried you for nine months. Yep, she did. And may had a horrible delivery, pregnancy, and all that. But motherhood, again, extends beyond that. 
you have to sustain and maintain the child after that child is born. And you would think that the mother would treasure and value what she carried in birth. You would think that she would value the treasure of who she carried and who she birthed and take care of that. She's overwhelmed, frustrated, and lacks support. And I understand that. Most mothers are. But how was that the fault of the child? Like, how was that the daughter's fault? Who is now carrying the weight of her mother? And too many mothers can, like I, I, I talked about before, um, if you follow me, too many mothers can keep their cool at work and in public places. But when they get home, they let loose on their kids because they can. They view the daughter and the kids as, you know, as a property. They're not being held accountable. The daughter will love her mother unconditionally, especially initially. And it boils down to a choice of whether they know that, that they can act like this and they can get away with it and what they view and consider valuable, if they consider their child, their daughter, valuable. So even in all her frustration, a mother will be abusive wherever she's at because she can't help herself because she just she's at that point, but she doesn't. So many mothers are strategic with their actions, knowing that there will be no repercussions. Yes, she's overwhelmed. Yes, there's sexism, racism poverty, single mothers, not getting support. And we need, and mothers do need that. They do. My mother did. She needed, she needed, she needed more support. But she also needed to be willing to act and get support. And I know generations, you know, we have certain opportunities afforded to us. But she still had to be willing to at least change on her own if she felt like there wasn't support there or she couldn't go to anybody. Society does expect something from mothers, but expecting a mother to not hurt you, to mistreat you and call you bitch and hoe and beat you up and kick you out the house is not a hard expectation because you're frustrated. Yes, you're frustrated, but you also know that you can take that frustration out on me. And now you need the daughter to soak up that pain because you need a release. Most daughters are their mother's releasing board that they can just dump on whenever they want to. Then one of my favorites, at least she stayed. She could have left like, like, like many dads did. But people fail to realize she did leave. Daughters, your mother did leave you. Physically, she stayed, but emotionally, she checked out and she abandoned you. And through there, it was a disconnection from her to you, and that disconnection turns into abuse and made way for abuse or mistreatment and neglect. So it's just it's just time out for making these excuses. A toxic mother is a toxic mother. Um, all imperfect mothers are not toxic, and some can make you know learn from their mistakes and start over. But uh, a repeated offender who terrorizes their children. You, they're young and as adults, it can't go on and it can't be excused, especially the things that, you know, the stories that I hear, the things that happen somewhere along the way, you know, that's not right. And if our mothers were not our mothers, we would have been either A, beat her ass or stop messing with us, stop messing with her. If she was a friend or a man, we would have been done with, we would have been advised to not even mess with her. And... It wouldn't even be a case. Oh, I forgot one. Honor your mother. 
and they always quote the scripture, the scripture, Ephesians 6, 2. Honor your mother and your days will be long. And I kind of paraphrase that. But they never go on. And when people tell this to you, tell them to, to keep reading. Ephesians 6, 4 says. Fathers, and I'm going to put quotations, you know, mothers. Do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. That's one version. The other version says, do not be too hard on your children for they will come angry. That's one version. The next one I found says, don't make your children bitter about life. So God did not forget about us. There are words in there for our parents too, for our mothers, for our fathers, biblically. A reminder of what they're supposed to do and should do. They are not to make us bitter. They are not to make us angry. They are not to be too hard on us. They are not to provoke us. That is in the Bible, if that's what you're going to stand on. So when people tell you, honor your mother and father, tell them to keep reading two more scriptures down to get to that and go find your mama and tell your mama. Because she needed more than you do. But they're not. You know why? Because the same people that tell you what to do about your mom and give you all this advice, they don't say shit to her because they know she'll probably cuss their ass out too. That's why I say forget them too. Fuck them too. If that's going to be the case. So yes, you only get one mother, but you only get one life. And your life is important. It is not invaluable based upon how your mother treats you or acknowledges you. And I hope that you just remember that and take these words and use them to stand on these truths and know that you are not alone, that you are not wrong. She is wrong. Um, when people make you feel like you try to guilt you and shame you for you not talking to her, for you having boundaries, for no, no, you're not communicating with her, and you doing what you feel like you need to do that's best for you, you're not wrong. They are. You are not manipulating the situation. You are being manipulated off of a title and authority that's not being um, handled responsibly. Not perfectly, but responsibly. So that's my word for you today. I hope you got something from this. Um, again, I'm Sharissa on uh, Motherfuck Yourself. You can always go to my website, www.motherfuckyourself.com. And you can also email me with any questions. Are there, is there anything you want to talk about? You have a question that you want me to discuss, a topic you want me to discuss, um, a question that you have. I can definitely probably even do a show about that. Uh, so I'm very open to topics that others may have that they feel like they want to get advice about or a personal situation. Of course, you will remain anonymous. And, you know, if I have an answer, you know, I always don't have an answer. But if I have any insight, can get insight, I definitely will talk about it. So stay on that. You can go to heal at unmotherfuckyourself.com as well to email me. But take this mama trauma transformation and be transformed from it, to grow from it, to break these generational patterns, and to move on to being your best self. I am Sharissa. And until next time, keep healing. And of course, stay unmotherfucking yourself.